Welcome to another episode of a Brothers Quarrel podcast. That's Bob. That's Jake. Today what? is the the actively searching for the topics that we have written down. Or because what I want to talk about, Jacob has not seen yet. I want to talk Star Wars. Yeah. I want to have another Star Wars episode. I'll probably that, see it next week. Yeah, which see means it, see but it whenever I see it next week, it won't be before the podcast. So. <sighs> You guys need to go see it this weekend. Unless we do the podcast at, um, on a day other than Wednesday and after Wednesday next week. Wednesday is usually the simplest, so mm. I don't know about that. What are you working on Thursday? This today? Tomorrow? Next week. Next week? Same. My Oh! Because it's New Year's Eve, that's why I'm wondering. Oh, same. It's New Year's that I have off. Oh, you have New Year's Day off? Yeah. I think I work during the day on New Year's Day. Pretty sure I'm like 9 to 6. And when Lord so, knows I don't fucking ever do anything, yeah. so... New Year's is kind of boring to me, but... I'm a goddamn... Apparently I'm a shut-in. <sighs> Kinda. <laughs> yeah. You've been a shut-in for it's a very, very long time, It's not completely my fault, Bob. you know. Nobody wants to do shit with you. I was gonna say, I just don't know many people. Hence why I'm either home playing video games, home hanging out with Soraya, or here. Yeah. Doing this. Or at work. That's well, all I do. At least you got an excuse. So... Mm. No, because even before I met Soraya, what happened? I tended to hang out here. It's not hanging out here. You were living here, Jake. It wasn't like, I was just always hanging out here. It's like I was never at my apartment. You were fucking living here, Jake. True, but it's not like I was all, like, out and about and shit. Okay, so your friend Scott sent us a oh, question. Oh yes, yes, on, let's do let's do the uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, we finally we finally have a topic suggestion, a proper end. Uh, so let's get this up. What is the okay? What is the best Wayans movie? Isn't there another part of it? Mm. Yeah, just do the whole question, Jake. I figure it'd just be easier to do it piece by piece. No, you do the whole thing and then you break no, it down. Piece by piece would be better. Anyway, so what is the best Wayans movie? What is the worst Mel Brooks movie? Which of those two movies is better? You see that that actually gives us the whole the whole concept. I like doing it's, piece by piece. Yeah, we will be doing it piece by piece, but at least we give an overarching thing of at least what it will all mean. Yeah, it, it's a lot better doing it like that, Jake. You know what? We'll let you guys decide. I'm leaving this in. You guys let us know via Twitter, email, or fucking smoke signal which of us. <laughs> Jake, it wasn't that funny, man. Yeah, I thought it was pretty funny. <laughs> Let us know which is the best way on this one. Would it have been better doing it, what's the best way in this movie? And then once we figure that out, what's the worst Brooks? And then once that out, figure out what's there. Or give us each piece and then the overarching setup of it. Piece by piece show. And also, you guys can ask whether or not Jake should always be drinking his goddamn chai tea thingy every fucking time. All the time. Ugh. Anyway. <laughs> I'm going to work till 1 in the morning. I need that. Oh, God, dude. Yeah. Seriously? I didn't get home till... Last night I got home at like a quarter till 2, 10 till 2. Oh, God, dude. You poor thing. Well, I guess technically this morning. Yeah. Oh, Stupid ass holiday hours. I it's know. ridiculous. I've, I I am so sorry, Jake, that you had to fucking deal with retail bullshit. Still, it's atrocious mm-hmm. to the point to where oh, you have no idea how glad I am that I don't have to worry about it. Seriously, tomorrow is nothing. Christmas is going to be absolutely nothing. I'm probably going to bring a freaking card game to play with people. It's oh, I'm sorry, dude. It is what it is, man. And what it is is shit. I mean, there's always more shit jobs out there. But more than anything, it's the uh, the people. No, what it's a bunch the of bastards. 
It's the putting air, putting money above everything. Like, I actually went to the company's Facebook page because I heard that people were taking pictures of stores and putting it on the the company Facebook page to say, "Hey, this is what the store. This is what you know my local store looked like whenever I walked into it this morning." And like, clothes and shit are strewn everywhere because this time of year, what people don't realize, maybe it's because people haven't had to work in a business setting, or maybe they're just ignorant. If you ever wonder why retail stores this time of year, why you can never find anybody in there, I'm going to give you some insider trading information, okay? Every every retail business does this. Every single one. To maximize profits, they cut payroll and still have high sales forecasting. That's how you maximize. That way you're not spending a ton of money on staffing a store and you can make more money. Yep. Because no matter how much people will go on social media and, and complain, what do they do? They still show up. I'm never coming back here. And then you see them at least a week later. Yeah. It's because like, why are you guys so slammed? It's like, bitch, it's three days before Christmas. I was talking to a friend about that. She freaking is, uh, I think, HR at a Dick's. And yeah, getting bitched at because like... It took me three hours to get here. What the hell is wrong? He's like, dude, you chose to buy your Christmas shit three days before Christmas. You're part yep. of the fucking problem. Mm-hmm. I even told him, I was like, dude, you need to talk to my brother. He has been bitching about the same shit. But it's true. It's like on Saturday, people were, you know, like coming through the line, there really wasn't many people that once they got to the registers that I heard that complained about it. But it was people walking around the store like, have you seen that line? And I was like, what oh, are you shit? Not only is it a Saturday, but it's the Saturday before Christmas. You don't have to be a Mensa level genius to figure this out. But yet, people are still like, I don't know why it's so busy. It's like, can you not get more people out there? Uh, we've already got six people at six registers. What do you want me to do? Hold on, hold on. Let me get my wand that I bought at Ollivander's and let me see if I can conjure up more people. Oh shit, that didn't work. Imagine that. Fuck faces. Uh, it's like, okay, just like, ma'am, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Do you understand where we work? We are at an old navy. I cannot have house elves here because I asked them to stock the shelves and they all ran away because I gave them clothing. We cannot keep our house elves staff. Oh, I'm going to use that from now on. <laughs> oh, because already I'm a wise ass because people are like, hey, do you work here? I'm like, no, I just like to go around stores and clean up stuff. No, no, I, it's my fetish to walk around department stores and fold their clothing. It, it just gets me so rocked, And dude. sometimes I'll hit them with the, no, I'm just really good at looking lost. At looking lost? Yeah, because usually it's because I'm trying to find where to put something. Oh, so okay. I'm just, yeah. And it is. It's a retail stink. Like, even whenever I worked for Walmart, whenever I would go somewhere else, like, I could go to Kroger or Kmart and somebody would be like, hey, do you work here? It's like, dude, just because I have the retail stink on me does not mean that I work in this particular place. And it's true. You get a retail hey, stink. just because I'm dressed this way <laughs> doesn't make me a retail worker. <laughs> You're not a retail worker, but you are wearing a retail worker's uniform. <laughs> oh, shit. But no, it's just... I don't know if people are just really that blissfully Jacob. ignorant to everything around them. <laughs> or if they just like to bitch and complain that much. Uh, Jake, this is Utah. They love to bitch and complain Passive-aggressively. That's the thing, Jake? No, they think they're passive... But they are active-aggressive. They think they're being passive, but no. 
They are full-on aggressive. Little A, big G, exclamation point at the end, okay? You put that hyphen in it. It is aggressive. But, you know, and whenever I was looking at the company Facebook page, it was, like, everywhere. You know, there's all these different stories. And it's like, Old Navy would actually respond to the, you know, to the comment. I'm like... They're totally giving a political answer, and people still get more butt hurt because, you know, they're like, you know, we're sorry for any inconvenience or for any extended wait. They're not saying, hey, sorry, we cut payroll just like every other business yeah. does this time of year so that we can maximize money. And if you're going to lie, lie well. It's like, I'm sorry. Chances are that that, that one's short-staffed on that day. It can happen sometimes. I'm sorry. That's a bullshit answer, but it's also a lying bullshit answer that works. One, one you know, of them, it was how like... how many times I do that? It was like, well, we'll forward your your um, comment to the, to the store. Oh, my favorite is, I'll get calls like, I was on hold for two fucking hours. You know what? I, we got that yesterday. You know how many calls I took yesterday? 11. You know, I left an hour and a half early because we had half the calls we were supposed to. All right? Half the calls. Sorry, okay? Man. 50%. That's fucked up. When you get a call, Cisco has this wonderful thing of showing you how long... God damn. <laughs> Cisco has this wonderful way of showing you how long they were on hold how long they were in the automated system, and how long they were talking to you. And guess what? Every time you hear, I was on hold for two fucking hours. You know how long they were in the freaking... Combined, the automated system, where they kept fucking up and were in there for three minutes, and how long they were on hold? A total of seven minutes tops. Now that's if it's bad. Half the time you hear this, they were on hold for two. Alright? RSLAs, what you're supposed to be, is 45 seconds. So again, that's bad. But you can't just flat out tell them, although everybody does. You're not supposed to tell them. It says right here you're only in the system for 45 seconds. But that's antagonistic. You're begging somebody to get uppity. And quite frankly, the way I teach people is like, don't fucking talk to these people longer than you have to. You be nice and you get the shit done because you don't want to have to deal with a pissed off, cranked out truck driver. You don't. All right? He's got lot lizards to fuck. All right? And so it's like, okay... Like, you just say, like, I'm sorry about that. We've, we've been kind of busy today. When you were sitting there on ready reading a fucking book for 20 minutes, you still have to pretend because you know they just they want an excuse to be a shithead. And the funny thing is, with our service, we can't give you... Like, there's no reason for them to be shitheads. It's not like how you, if somebody raised enough a stink, you'll just toss a coupon at them and shut them the I don't. Up. I don't like oh, to do that. I mean, no, that's if, at least what they're trying to do, and it yeah. can happen. I don't I don't. Oh, that's what I hated about the theater, behavior. too. Somebody throws enough of a shit, you just toss a coupon at them, even when it's their fault. Like, oh, but anyway. Because at that point, they start to get disrespectful, and then if they become rude, then I can refuse service. So I'm just, I just wait for them to become rude. You, If you engage them... They're going to stay. You get them as far away from you as possible. You you make them think that you gave a fuck, but you don't engage. If you fight somebody, all right, if you, like I hate it. One day at work, I had a dude calling me. I actually was reactionary on him. I, I, because when someone says that I just don't care or I, you're just another person who's lying to me. That's it. I'm the same way. I like, hate no, to be called this a is liar, what was dude. happening. You were wanting this to happen. It cannot physically happen. You want me to give your company's info to you when you are not the owner of the company. You want me to say, like, what you're asking me to do is telling you how much your company has in their bank account. No. 
And then he got pissed off at me because this dude was wanting to know how much his company had. He was a fucking driver. No matter how many times I was explained to this in a kind way, it can't happen. And then, then he asked, like, okay, if I got a, if I got an account with you, what would my fees be? What would this be? What would this be? It's like, I would not know that. I can't get you get that in, get your information down. And one of our sales team will get in contact. He was like, oh, I thought you were a supervisor. I thought you knew. It's like, like, no, that's a different department. It's like, oh, I thought you were the boss. You should know. It's like, sir, how much does your account team, does your marketing team make per hour? It's like, what? Like, yeah, your company's marketing department. How much does it make? How much does your payroll department make? It was like, what? It's like, you work in the same company. Why do you not know this? And he got super pissed at that, but I did not give a fuck at that point, Jake, because he called me a liar who did not want to help him. I was like, no, I'm a person who's telling you I physically cannot help you, you fucking cunt stain. Oh, so what's your favorite? What's the best Wyatt's movie? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Oh, my God. (laughs) Oh, shit, Jake. Come here, Bubby. Uh, and scene. <laughs> All right, so yeah, Jake, what is your favorite Wayans movie? Well, I haven't seen. I'm gonna get you, sucker, and I'm sure that's well, what no, you're but, gonna use. But for me oh, personally, you're not supposed to bring up the fact that we were talking about it before. I didn't say that. Yeah, you, you just you, gave it away. I said I know that's what you're gonna say. I didn't say because we talked about but it. But you never I even knew the movie gonna... existed before no, we were talking about no, it. No, I'd heard oh, of really? it. I'm oh. gonna get you, sucker. I've just never watched it. But so for me, of the ones that I've seen, it would just be Don't Be a Menace, South Central. Don't Be a Menace is a really damn good movie. Yeah. Although you could also put in Mo Money, which isn't one of their uh, parody True, movies. but I haven't seen but Mo it, Money in a long time. Oh, but, but it is a Wayans movie, but it's not... But when you think of a Wayans movie, it's the same... It's, it's the that concept movies. Like, yeah. Uh, like Scary Movie and, well, at least the first, like, two, three Scary Movies. Yeah. But, you know, with Don't Be a Menace to South Central while drinking your juice in the hood, it has a lot of different movies in it, you know, it's not just like menace to society. They they throw in a bunch of other ones, but yeah, <laughs> yeah. I hold on a sec. Can't wait to get myself a job, work myself up to manager, rob that motherfucker blind. <laughs> it is. It's not a bad movie because it's. So and his just... dad is like sixteen. <laughs> <laughs> oh god yeah <laughs> I remember changing my, like I used to change my dad's diapers all the time <laughs> Oliver <laughs> my name's Dashiki oh that's nice what's that mean it's Swahili for doggy style <laughs> uh, it's like they they hook up once she's like I'm pregnant how you know we just finished <laughs> I've had seven kids I think I know when I'm pregnant <laughs> but not my favorite movie with a Wayne's brother that's still Glimmer Man yeah. Glimmer yeah. Man with Keenan Ivory. And then second oh, would be Major Oh, Low Down Pain. Dirty Shame. I forgot about that. I'm trying to think. I think I've seen Low Down Dirty. Oh, but I haven't seen Last Boy Scout. I know I saw bits and pieces of it. Like, Mom and Dad rented but it again, one time. But I haven't. We're not having this Christmas thing again. No, 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 no. no. It was Wayans, because isn't it Damon Wayans? That's no, no, no. Last the, uh, Boy Scout? The difference between a Wayans being in a movie and a Wayans <laughs> movie. We are not yeah. having this Christmas shit That's again. True. All right, so we, we're talking about a Wayans movie, which will be end up being a comedy. So I would include uh, Mo Money because I do believe that was the entire Wayans family. You know, yeah, Keenan doing the like directing yeah. and stuff. But yeah, I do. I will admit, I loved. I loved. I'm going to get you, sucker. Bing Rames having freaking a bad foot because of gout. It was <laughs> like we're talking. It was just like it was this weird, weird joke to where it actually exploded and killed people, and it was so dumb. But it was the, it was exactly, oh, huh, wait, 
Would Blank Man? Blank Man would also yeah, count. Blank Man. Blank I, Man would count too. Because let's see, that was Damon and didn't Keenan Ivory no. write or direct? Oh yeah, ra- right, probably both. And it was it was Damon with uh, David Allen Greer. Yep. It was it was obviously something that was either I don't think it was ever a skit on a Living Color, but it most likely was something they started as that a I skit can, that, that they I just remember. decided to make a movie of. Yeah, I don't remember that being a skit. And the thing is, though, we didn't, we wouldn't even, even though we did discuss this prior, we didn't need to. We have the exact same worst, worst when it comes worst to Mel freaking Brooks film. Worst film is very it's easy. easily freaking it's uh, Dracula, the, the Dracula Dead, Dead and Loving, loving it. it. Terrible movie. But, well, you know what we're going to do? We're going to take that, since that's ubiquitously shit, and toss it to the side. What would be the next worst, in your opinion? <sighs> but see, after that one, they're all good, so it's just... It's kind of to me. I'm not, so I might put I liked Silent Movie, but I also I don't believe I don't think it deserves to be in the top echelon with like Blazing Saddles. I could I don't know as much as I love Robin Hood. I could put Robin Hood as the as the I next. Think so I did. I liked Robin Hood, but it was a shitty movie too. But not like Dracula Dead and Love. Not like Jack. No, Spaceballs was like that. Still like Spaceballs really was because right, that started the we need to make a parody <clears throat> trend of uh, Brooks. Because with Brooks is he even said if you're going to make a parody, do it of something you love. They liked westerns. They loved Hitchcock movies. Yep. A uh, freaking high anxiety is probably still one of my favorites. It. Oh. I, I got like halfway through it, but I loved it. I was like, you can tell he was going for that whole Hitchcock. Oh, thing, it was beautiful. It was a straight vertigo. Whenever you off. have, whenever you have Madeline Kahn, it's like oh. automatically it can't be taken too seriously. I love me some Madeline. Yeah, because you're too busy. She's oh, like Madeline. She's Kahn. so gorgeous. Oh man, I know she anyway. is. But uh, no, I I. No, I didn't like Silent Movie as much as I like Robin Hood, Men in Tight, so I, I would did, probably I say Silent, Silent Movie. It was pretty good. Uh, it was more Marty Feldman. <clears throat> Marty Feldman, like the way he emotes. Yeah, is... that dude is good. That that He's a very good pantomime actor. Yeah. He was basically the Doug Jones. Damn of... your eyes! Too late. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know what? I Sa- love Young what Frankenstein, would the, dude. What would the best one be? If you got if you got a fight between Blazing Saddles and Young Frankenstein. It'd be Blazing Saddles. Really? Because that's a harder fight for me. And I think that's the biggest reason is because that comedy, it was so socially forward, you know? I And it could not be made today. I know we've already talked about yeah. that. There's no studio that would make that. They wouldn't. They wouldn't. That even would make though, that movie today. Even though it's a timeless movie, nobody would even touch it. Cause, damn. I love Young Frankenstein, but it's Blazing Saddles. I like the pacing of Young Frankenstein better. I love Blazing Saddles, but the ending is boring. You have to admit, that final sequence just goes on way too fucking long. It does, but where where young Frankenstein starts to dip for me is whenever uh, they start to... I actually think it dips whenever it's the it's right there toward the end with the, uh, oh, taking him to New York and doing the putting on the Ritz thing. To me, that's it, it starts that to kind of That was one of the best parts. I, now, the putting on the Ritz part, yes, but after that, it just starts now, that to... That whole thing is like, look, I have created the man. And like, the show is like... And, yeah, because... And then it's like they show him move around, do this, and now we'll use his what was it, uh, motor motor skills, his motor skills test. If you're blue and you don't know where to go to, why don't you go where fashion sits? <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> I loved that bit. Oh. Okay, did you love it because of Peter Boyle or because of Gene Wilder getting to perform? It, no, no, no. It was all of it. It was the con- pure concept and execution. I took my DVD version of that and left it at the store. And anytime I'm watching it, if somebody's sitting there and they're like, I've never seen this before. I was like, how could you not have seen this? And then I'm like, hey, did you ever watch uh, uh, Everybody Loves Raymond? They're like, yeah, I love that show. This is like, a grandpa. You remember, the, you remember the, dad. the dad? They're like, yeah. I was like, he's the one that plays Frankenstein's monster. Oh, dude. And Gene Hackman shows up. <laughs> As oh, the blind priest or whatever. Oh, uh, dude, some good physical comedy. That is just a all seriously. Around. But seriously, I think <laughs> I think that <laughs> Young Frankenstein is the better movie. Kenneth, what's his name as the uh, inspector? I can't remember that dude's name. No, but yeah, oh, in his grandfather's footsteps. In his, what? Like, freaking room. his footsteps. 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 <laughs> Uh, I I'm sorry, them, so but I would still it. give the edge to Blazing Saddles. I would still... I can't, no matter how much I love Blazing Saddles. It has just as well writing, but it's a tighter movie. So therefore, it has to win out in my book. So I mean, Richard, <laughs> remember Richard Pryor helped write that movie. I think that's one of the things that helped well, with actually, the comedy. You know what he wrote? He wrote Mongo. He wrote nothing but Mongo because he loved... They thought he was going to write Black Bart, but no, he... Loved well, I know Mongo. That, that so he Mel Brooks wanted him to be Black Bart, yeah, but, but they were like, "Yeah, no, no, no. he wasn't he a big name have, at the no, time." No, no they no, said Jake. he wasn't a big name at the time. He Imagine. could not have. He could not have. He could not pass the physical for that would be required for the. When I say physical, I meant the testing. He would have failed for his coke. He would have failed for coke. He would have failed the drug test that would involve playing. Black Bart. Perish the thought. <laughs> and Pryor knew he was going to fail, so he let he let them know. So that's what it was. It wasn't because, like, he, he wasn't well known. He would have... Oh, so you are you telling me Cleavon Little was a more household name? That's true. Tell me another movie Cleavon Little was in. And you can stop right there, because the only one that's on top of my head is Once Bitten as the gay mm-hmm. butler. Dude, I haven't seen Once Bitten in a long time. Nor have I, but I still was like, is that Black Bart? <laughs> <laughs> but see, I don't know, because I use quotes from both movies quite often. I especially like the, you know what they say, no noose is good noose. <laughs> <laughs> or the, you use your mouth prettier than a 10 cent whore. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> Dude, right. Harvey Corman is so Harvey Corman is so good. Oh, and Slim Pickens loves Slim Pickens in that Played movie. That movie so straight. Oh. Uh, so comparatively, <laughs> part three. See, Jake, this is why we want to get the whole crux of it out of the it's way true. first, and then take a beat. Because this is how we are, Jake. We we ramble. we ramble. So you want to have the base of it to begin with. So comparatively, the worst. The word, and you know what? It, it, it wouldn't even be a fight if we left the worst movie being Dracula Dead and Loving It. So we're taking Dracula Dead and Loving It off the table. So what can we agree on after that would be the worst one? Because I know you didn't like, I liked Silent Movie, and it had a lot of Marty Feldman, Marty Feldmaning. So. Okay, so. Would you, so which one would you put as the worst? Taking out Dracula Dead and Loving It because that's kind of the obvious. The worst choice. Brooks. I'm actually torn between the musical version of Producer and Robin Hood. 
I'd probably go with Robin Hood, even though I like it. To be it. or not to be is solid. It's kind of like underappreciated. I nobody, love to nobody be or puts not to the be. older stuff on the table though. You gotta get you gotta go to the commercial ones. Because yeah. the older stuff is okay, just so good. As much as I love Robin Hood, we could put Robin Hood on there. Just to make okay, this let's more make interesting. Robin Hood, then. Let's, so which Wayans movie are we gonna put on there then as the best Wayans movie? As the movie? best I uh, let's go with Don't Be a Menace. Because we can both agree that's a solid movie. It's also at the same time bad, but it's a solid. It's a solid parody. Okay, so now spoof. which one would be the better movie between "Don't Be a Mess" South Central while drinking your juice in the hood and Robin Hood Men in Tights? I I'm going to have to go with "Don't Be." What about you? You're going with Robin Hood, aren't you? Maybe. All right. Let's say. Okay. Why would you think that Robin Hood would be the better one? Well, it is a lot. Robin Hood tighter. was, it is, but Robin Hood was, Robin Hood was a little more commercial. Like I could quote that one, and there'd be people who'd understand it. Whereas quoting "Don't be a menace, South Central while drinking your juice in the hood," and some people would be like, "What?" You know, yeah. like the whole "Happy birthday, homie." That whole and everybody's For like, you? and so, uh, you. <laughs> Oh, Lord, my son, I nursed him with these two breasts. That's not your boy. It ain't, ain't that a bitch. It's like, okay, I, but at the same time, it is all over the place. With Don't Be a Menace, every one of its jokes are based around Spike Lee hood movies. Every one of the jokes are about that genre of film. But I also think that there's... There's uh, things in Don't Be a Menace that are those typical um, comedy, especially... Tropes? Well, yeah, but especially like the spoof comedies, there's tropes that it does. Like the opening shot of Don't Be a Menace South Central is where it's kind of zooming down and in, and it hits a stop sign. You know, something stupid like that. And to me, I think those little things... Are the things that would kind of put it under uh, Robin Jacob? Hood? But that's ja- for me. Jake? What? When she is in the bath singing, the camera busts through the window. Oh, uh, yeah, that's true. Or Spaceballs where, you know, they're doing the, the battle and one of the, <laughs> the production the assistants. Mic. The they boom. hit the dude yeah. with the boom mic. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> but, again, uh, that's But there's fewer that's- of those in Robin Hood than what there is in Don't Be a Menace. True. I still think it's a tighter movie, though, because all the jokes are about that genre. Because with Robin Hood, you're making all these jokes, but you're trying to force them into the uh, into the medieval bullcrap. Like, let's fuck them. So they go to twentieth or the was it fifteenth century fox or facts or foxes, and that's stupid. That is just. Uh, I got to be going home alone now. <laughs> That is horrible. If that scene wasn't there, it'd be a much better movie. Which one? The Home Alone? The Home Alone. The stupid, like, oh, we're going to make a Home Alone joke now. Now, a good anachronistic joke's like, time out. I am running low on air. And he pops up up. his All right, honkies, time Time in. in. That was, that, that took it, that is what that kind of anachronistic comedy should be. You take it out of the moment, and then you put it back in. But with all the other ones, it just took it out. It never put anything back in. There's Boyd's. There's trees. <laughs> but no, that that was just a joke. That was not an like this. That's not with the same vein. We're talking with those with those same veins, like the freaking rent a horse bullshit. Oh, it it had it try. It had too many cringe moments. It had more cringe moments than Don't Be a Menace did. 
Can we agree on that? Yeah. Way too much. And don't be a menace. But the uh, appearance of Sir Patrick Stewart, does that... It doesn't help it enough. Because I it, think Richard Lewis is hilarious. I oh always God. loved Richard Lewis anyway, but he is hilarious in that movie. He is absolutely hilarious. I love so tomorrow, Richard Lewis. tomorrow, we're either going to have a wedding or a hanging. Either way, it should be a lot of fun. <laughs> he is so good. Like, sir, wasn't your mole on the other side? I have a mole? <laughs> he did to kill a king's dad. What? <laughs> he dared to kill kings. <laughs> Although I do emulate that character a lot. Whenever I screw up on words like that, I will actually just sit there and just... Oh, rotty, rotty, rotty. Terry, oh, what's her name? your Terry? name to Latrine? Yeah, yeah, used to be shithouse. It's <laughs> a good change. <laughs> he did a really damn oh, good it's, job. Oh, uh, it's Tracy Ullman. Tracy Ullman, yeah. yeah. Dude, she's so funny. She is so damn funny. <laughs> That's an anything she's funny, but yeah. no, Richard Lewis, I always was yeah, a huge he was fan of Richard top Lewis. Top notch in that. Oh, yeah. Top, top notch. Oh, he's so good, that movie. Well, you know, and even then, like with the whole, you know, in some ways it's a trope, but not entirely. I, it, in some ways I could see how it is, like with the whole uh, people in the suits of armor and they get all knocked over like dominoes. Yeah, that was dumb. One of the, um, one of the podcasts... I listened to, I'd actually tweeted at them and asked what recording software they use uh, because of where Audacity keeps being a pain in the dick hole. And uh, one of them, because he's, uh, he's like on MuggleCast and Game of Odes and a bunch of those others that I listen to, and he told me that uh, in the early days, like the 7th or 13th episode of MuggleCast, Audacity lost every bit of his audio and he had to go back and re-record all of it after everybody oh. had already done theirs. Oh, God. Yeah. That's horrible. Yeah. That's horrid. Yeah. Oh, so I have to try. And, it, and you know, you it's the worst work you'll ever do. And that was like 2007, and Audacity was doing that? Audacity never fixes the shit. What anyway, back on topic. All right, back on topic. So, to sorry, recap. Sorry, we, ha- we, we got to the point where we're actually stopping our recordings, saving it, and starting it again on another track in hopes that it will not crash. Dick. So, but it, the sad part is it causes us to... To lose our steam, our our head of steam. I think we actually ended at a really good spot. I don't even though. thing is I don't remember what our last bit was, so that's I, my problem. Oh, it was just with the movies, and we were doing. I know the Robin we're talking Hood about. The, oh, we were just quoting Robin yeah. Hood. Okay, so but anyway. oh god, and Will Scarlet O'Hara. Oh, <laughs> okay, that one was that Horrible. was a bad joke. But every time I watch that, the guy who plays uh, Little John, I always think of American Wedding because he plays the gay uh, wed or the gay. Uh, Dress designer. Oh yeah, and has he does. a dance off with Sean William Scott. Yeah, that was pretty funny. And but yet at the same time, what I hate is every now and then at work, I will post that picture of a uh, Keenan Ivory Wayans like message. Anytime <laughs> someone starts getting on a high horse, I'll send them that. Nobody gets it, and it makes me sad. But yeah, with with me, I, I do I do have to give it up to uh, Don't Be a Menace because it was making it was. Spoofing a genre, and it was but multiple at, movies the thing across is, though, a genre. The thing is, though, it was spoofing a genre that really shouldn't have been spoofed because it's pretty serious shit. Like it's Menace to Society, serious shit. Menace to Society is a it is a great movie. I mean, but it's one you're like, damn, yeah. Because it, it the whole point of it is is like it's where a they commentary, get it's a social commentary of, and but at the same time, because you're not expecting it to be spoofed. It was fitting because think of what 
the culture became. It became glorifying that shit to the point where everybody was fucking smoky. From Friday or from... Oh, that was Friday. Oh, my God. What was what was Sean Wayans' name on that one? Or no, Marlon's. Lope Dog. So, yeah, Lope Dog. Why was the thing in Smokey? Oh, well, but probably because of Friday. Friday itself was a bit of a commentary, even though it was just a... It was a different comedy. kind of, yeah, it was more like a stoner comedy than a... But also, it was it was a stoner comedy Spike Lee joint. <laughs> stoner cut joint. <laughs> Jokes! But, but yeah, it was, it was so still rich. a bit of a commentary, but yeah. And it was basically saying, like, yeah, you do realize you motherfuckers are just... Oh, what about our hero worshipping our... Oh, God, what is it when you're fucking... Oh, a specific word I'm looking for. Idolizing. Or idolizing this shit to the point to where... Load Dog, while being a horrible fucking caricature, is now what you bastards are idolizing. You're you're aspiring to. Which, which when you look back on it, now makes it another layer... Gives it a layer to it that it really didn't have when it came out. Yeah. That, yeah, congratulations, fuckers. This is what you're making... Your own fucking uh, pop culture out to be now. And that gives it a layer. So I am saying, I am putting down that that would win. That, I'd be that okay with Don't that. Be a Menace beats out Robin Hood. I would take that. Wow, thanks right again, Scott, that. dude. That was a fun little, even though we we <laughs> trailed off. Way At the very beginning. Oh, right after we, right after we asked the question, we just said, nope. <laughs> <laughs> Like, oh, I know you want us to talk about something, but you know what? How's retail these days? <laughs> oh, that's great. That's great. I hate it. <laughs> yeah. Seriously. Okay, so fanfic theater. You want to do a fanfic theater? Yeah. Okay. All right, we're going to do two two new possible skits. We're going to workshop them with you guys. The first one, we'll just explain them as they come. Uh, the first one, we're going to do fanfic theater. Jake is going to give me a topic, any random topic. It could it be a a thing, a scenario, or what have you, all right? And I'm going to look up fanfic on that, and we are going to deliver it to you, our faithful viewers. Okay, so if I said, like, Scott Pilgrim, and he, but he would have to be doing something specific, huh? Okay, yeah, no, we, you could have it, Scott Pilgrim, random Scott Pilgrim. I would just find some random Scott, Pil- Scott Pilgrim fanfic. You could say Scott Pilgrim Pogo Stick, and I would search that shit. Um, sorry, I'm looking around. For no, it's some okay. It's okay. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be removing the long, the long um anyway, so it doesn't matter. They're not gonna know it. It's magic. Lando Calrissian's bachelor party. And if I cannot find it, I am going to create it. <laughs> oh, really? Oh, it's not hit. It's it, okay. Skywalker, the first, the first result. Skywalker Legacy, Chapter th- uh, Forty-Five. Han and Leia's wedding. Uh oh, Lando Calrissian re- was ready. The bachelor party was about to begin. Uh, Smuggler's Delight, Chapter Eight. Oh, I'm gonna go with Smuggler's Delight, Chapter Eight. Oh God, a Harry Potter fanfic. They brought up Harry Potter instead. Yeah. All right. There's a lot of Harry Potter fanfic out there, from what I understand. Yeah, because people. Yeah. Alrighty. How long is this? Sh- or why don't you just do Lando? Oh Cal- my God, it's long. Okay. That's what she said. I was gonna say, or you could just look up Lando. Oh Cal- no! 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 
Oh, oh I love no. your reaction. You got to read it. Okay, or here I'll no, read no, no, it. No, no, no. I'm just. I was just scanning. All right, and I was just scanning to see how long it was. I just scrolled up, and one of the one of the subchapters on it, C three PO was given the unpleasant duty of escorting Mrs. Mrs. Uh, Mistress Jade. That's not a problem. It's spelled S E E T H R E E P I O C three P O. Now, I understand if you're trying to do the phonetics of it, but this is a written medium. You can actually just write C-3PO, not write out S-E-E, as in C-3PO. But the don't they usually do the C-E-E instead of yeah, S-E-E? Yeah, what this is saying is, okay, I'm going to say this and as the term of how it's written. C-3PO was given. Alright? There should have been a comma if you're going to write it like that. It's like, look here, dear reader. 3PO was given the unpleasant duty of escorting Mistress Jade back to her guest quarters. That is how it is written. It needs that comma with the way it is written to make any sense. Because that would make sense. Like, hey, viewer, we're taking you on a journey. This is what happened to 3PO now. That is fucking weird. (laughs) Okay, let's scroll up to the top and I'm going to start reading this. Uh... This is not fair, Mara Jade complained to Luke as they walked hand in hand down the corridor leading to his sister's apartment. Luke smiled at his lover and gave her hand a squeeze. I'm sure you and the ladies will have fun tonight. Oh god, this is already boring as fuck. Alright, let's do a different one. Bachelor party thrown by Smuggler! Hold on, hold on, I'm going to continue reading just because I saw this line. Mara rolled her eyes. I'm going to a bachelorette party with your sister. Winner and... I'm not sure who else. I'm assuming that's somebody. Wait, why is Mon Mothra going to Leia's bachelorette party? What the fuck? <laughs> All these prim and proper ladies who grew up in royal palaces. Mara tilted her eye up into the ceiling and sighed dramatically. I am 100% positive my night is not going to be fun as your bachelor party thrown by smugglers. Smugglers! You have Han, Chewie, Cardi, Chin, Evis, Gint, and probably Booster Tarek and Lando Calrissian. What the fuck, lady? Uh, she shook her head in disgust. Smugglers know how to party. Okay, I'm officially done. I am fucking done with this fanfic. This is fucking <laughs> retarded. Hold on, hold God. Oh, I'm sorry, Jake. I just went way off the rails on that one. Here we go. Side-splittingly hilarious Harry Potter fiction. Oh, God. Let's see. Just make sure it's not too fun, Han. Oh, God, this is just... just. I did what with Lucius? Okay, I kind of like the sound of that one. Oh, dude. Smuggler's a delight. You suck. I'm sorry, you suck bad. This is on fanfiction.net, and it's called I Did What with Lucius by Darth Obsidian. I did what with Lucius? Snape thrust the rolly chair up against the wall in horror. That's absolutely (laughs) revolting. Who wrote this? It's called fan fiction, Severus, Dumbledore said. His oh my god, Dumbledore <laughs> is writing slash fic for Severus! An <laughs> understanding behind a fat moon spectacles. It's bloody slander is what it is, Snape said. He attempted to leave the room, but Dumbledore caught him by the shoulders and followed him back down to the seat. <laughs> it's not slander, Severus. These are stories sprung forth from the creative minds of your fans. Snape blinked. I have fans. A great many of them, actually. Even after... 
Dumbledore said, casting a reluctant glance towards the stack of books in the corner. Well, let's not talk about that. Not talk about what? Severus asked, his sallow skin becoming even paler. Dumbledore shook his head. I don't think you're ready for that just yet. The headmaster leaned forward and moved what he called a mouse around the desk and, after a series of clicking noises, stepped back so that Severus could wait, see wait, the wait, 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 wait. He said uh, in par- the mouse's parent is in uh, quotations, right? Was that a yeah. fucking bullet? <laughs> Does Dumbledore have a bullet in his office? No, as in like a mouse, a, a computer Oh, thank mouse. God. You see, no, no, no. I'm thinking, I'm thinking literally he had a vibrating bullet. Oh, on, oh my no. God. Okay, okay. Oh, we see where your uh, mind went. Damn. Well, yeah, I was like, okay, no, no, no. Dumbledore is talking slash fic with Severus Snake. Yeah. What makes you think there isn't fucking uh, <laughs> plugs and shit in play, Jacob? Okay. Just <laughs> Severus. Careful as he dare, inched forward until the tip of his nose was pressed up against the screen. What he saw next baffled him. Snape slash Harry. Snape slash Hermione. Snape slash Draco. Snape slash Neville. Snape slash Hagrid. Snape slash OC. What's an OC? Wait, the the, the OC? No, the entire huh? cast of no. the OC? Dude, I don't I don't read fanfic, so I don't... But no, it no, says no, no, it no. right here. It's coming up. No, no, no. Uh, slash OC would be original content, which all slash fic or is. original character. Jacob. Okay, but. okay, original character, forget about that. I, I'm sorry, no. I am now shipping that. It's Snape slash the entire cast of the OC. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. From my understanding, it stands for an original character. The people create someone from the deepest, darkest recesses of their mind <laughs> and then set them up as your love interest. Snape stared up at Dumbledore, disgusted, but Dumbledore took no notice. Although sometimes it's not even a love interest. It's more of a love affair. Male or female, these people really don't seem to care which way as long as it happens. It's really quite interesting when you think about the dynamics of such a... Severus, are you alright? You're looking rather ill. Snape tried to calm his breathing as he lifted a shaky finger to the bold black words in the center of the screen, which he moved the rodent over for emphasis. Snape slash Dumbledore. (laughs) The headmaster shrugged his shoulders in a good nature way and laughed. As I said, Severus, the fans are quite creative. Snape gulped and shook his head. I understand that the minds of these muggles are barbaric and perverse at best. However, Snape said, why is this story marked in favorites? Oh, look at the time, Dumbledore exclaimed. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> I almost forgot. I have a meeting with the Minister of Magic at 7 this evening, he said, pulling out his pocket watch. I better be off. <laughs> okay, this is dumb and great. This is top notch. Oh my god. Snape's eyes narrowed. But it's only two. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god. Your reaction is better than the story. Oh shit. Dumbledore patted Snape on the back and turned towards the door. Well, you know how I hate to be late. Toodaloo. (laughs) 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 Oh my god. Oh shit. Who wrote this again? It's called Darth Obsidian. I don't know. I don't know if it was if it was posted somewhere else, but it's on fanfiction.net. If you wrote that, bravo, kid. Oh, seriously. Oh, my God. That's so great. Then the headmaster was gone, leaving Snape awestruck, inquisitive, and close to vomiting. With oh, and they his penis. And they used the Oxford comma. I totally approve. With great difficulty, Snape forced himself to look at the screen just long enough to move the rodent to a little red X in the corner and sent the incriminating debauchery to crawl back into the web it came from. (laughs) (laughs) It had been 
<laughs> it had been two weeks since the headmaster had introduced him to the muggle creation known as fan fiction, and his life since then had been nothing less than paranoia. Everywhere he turned, he saw the black letters clear and crisp against the white screen. Everywhere he went, he felt as if he was being studied, stalked, scrutinized, all for the purpose of fulfilling some minor sick fantasy. God, why did you make me so bloody attractive? No wonder he was always getting being ridiculed. His sour demeanor, greasy hair, and snarky comments had absolutely nothing to do with it. Truth was, they were all jealous. <laughs> that was the only logical explanation Snape could think of. All of this Snape surmised whilst he sat grading papers on archaic poisons. This thought brightened his spirits and a small, sm- a small smile formed in the corner of his mouth. Everything made perfect sense to him now. Excuse me, Professor Snape, said a nasally voice in front of his desk. In an instant, Severus's cheer vanished. He looked up to see Draco Malfoy sitting in front of him with a cocky smirk glued in place. Upon seeing his head of house's look of terror, Draco was prompted to ask, Are you alright, Professor? Snape's eyes welled up with tears and he could feel the words, creating a hard lump in his throat. I could have been your mother, Snape. (laughs) What? I could have... What? vanished excuse me <laughs> nothing snape hissed wiping at the tears with a small hanky from his pocket <laughs> can i help you with something draco look unnerved never mind sir it can wait he turned and frankly ran for the open dungeon door snape's heart skipped a beat as desperation sat in he knew he shouldn't but he just couldn't help himself mr malfoy snape yelled leaning heavily over his desk yes professor draco asked and to snape's displeasure he looked reluctant snape swallowed hard Tell your father I said hello. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, top notch, kid. No, there's still more. Holy shit. (laughs) Snape rubbed his eyes, fighting back the drowsiness, threatening to overcome him. It had been three days since he had last slept. Every time he laid down to rest, horribly detailed images penetrated his consciousness. (laughs) Zing. Ripping apart his sanity with more ferocity than would a lioness in the heat of a hunt. The strange sexual fantasies created by those on that despicable muggle website had infected every common mode of thinking Snape possessed, finding the means to leak through the flood his memory during every single commonplace activity he partook in. While stirring potions, he often imagined someone, McGonagall perhaps, coming in to request a special favor, usually one that required taking his pants off. (laughs) That one in particular made staff meetings an awkward place for Snape. Sometimes, however, it was Neville Longbottom who came into his office after hours and requesting a special tutoring session in Snape's private office. 
<laughs> Typically, by the time Snape could force his mind back into reality, his brew would have spilled over and an entire day's work would be lost. Now, Snape had made a late night trip to the library in search of some light reading to get his mind out of the deep end of the perversity. The plan would have been a success if he had not caught a glimpse of the bushy haired girl seating it, seated at one of the tables surrounded in mountains of books and parchment. Snape noted the way her brow was creased in thought. The dark circles under her eyes caused by sleep deprivation gave her an older, more majestic look than any of the other students he had taught. But the nastiest teeth in the world. <sighs> Snape froze. Not want that on your shit. Oh no, not again. <laughs> <laughs> As if reading his mind, Hermione looked up and, startled, began gathering all of her materials, shoving them into her bag. Professor, I'm sorry, I was just trying to finish. I was... Miss Granger, I couldn't care less what your excuses are. You are out of bed after hours, and you better make it back to your house now before I am minded to take you on this table right now, you sexy little know-it-all. <laughs> Hermione looked beyond mortified. Yes, sir, I'm so sorry. I just... Hermione dropped the book she was hiding. She was holding, and Snape could see his see that his words were finally sinking in. Forgive me, sir, but could you repeat that last part? <laughs> Detention, Miss Granger! Oh. <laughs> the beads of sweat forming as he tried to save face. For loitering! Oh. Snape could see his blunder was forgotten as Hermione's shoulders slumped forward under the weight of her <laughs> punishment. The potions master watched as, the, as Hermione, humiliated, rushed out of the library to her chambers. Snape looked around, making sure there were no witnesses to what had just happened, and then, determined, headed off in search of the headmaster. Oh no! On his way to Dumbledore's office, Severus kept his head down, afraid of what his mind would do upon seeing a similar face. On his way to Dumbledore's office, Severus kept his head down, afraid of what his mind would do upon seeing a familiar face. He was practically in full sprint when he collided with the massive figure that sent him sprawling on his back. Professor Snape, I'm so sorry I didn't see you there," said Rubius Hagrid, helping a dazed Snape back to his feet. "Let's just brush you off a bit, and you should be just fine." Snape yeah, blinked several do. times before coming back to his senses. However, much to his own horror and disgust, the only things that popped into his mind was how much he'd love to be an animal in one of Hagrid's cages. <laughs> Damn! <laughs> Snape shook his head. Oh my god, and you know he's gotta be in doubt, because think about this. His dad fucked a giant and somehow made a kid. He's gotta be working with one giant dick. And two, his dad's dick, dude. Think about how rockin' Hagrid's Seriously. gotta be. He would not only would Snape still be pallid, he is he his lips would forever be pursed for as rose butted as his fucking anus would get. <laughs> just forever just Snape shook his head, stepping back away from the half-giant. Hagrid looked worried. I didn't hurt you, did I? Oh, you know me. I like it rough and hairy. Now, rough is capitalized. (laughs) The R in rough and the H in hairy. (laughs) Snape gasped. No, no, that wasn't (laughs) what was supposed to come out. I didn't mean to say that. Hagrid smiled a little uneasy. You know, Professor... I know it's hard work for you to talk to people, but if you have all these feelings inside you, there's no there's no need in keeping them in. Snape gagged. Oh god. He yeah, didn't bother he gagged. <laughs> he didn't bother waiting for a response. Snape turned on his heel and ran full force to the headmaster's office, bursting open the doors, his breath gone from the effort of screaming and crying simultaneously. Where are you, old man? The past few weeks had been hell, and now everyone Where are they? <laughs> Where are you, old man? was evident in the lines of his face. Just one moment, Severus, said the warm, familiar voice from a room at the top of the stairs. I'll be right there. 
Snape nodded and tried to calm himself. He sat down in a chair and closed his eyes. With every second that passed, his breathing became steadier. Before long, he began to feel like the old Severus again. Maybe he was just overreacting. Perhaps his sudden case of disturbia was just a byproduct of stress. How long it had been since he had taken a vacation? Snape wondered what was taking Dumbledore so long. It wasn't like him to keep him waiting like this. It was then that Snape noticed the bound stack of papers on Dumbledore's desk. For some reason that he could not name, Snape decided it prudent to examine them at once, but what he saw on the title page caused him to throw the stack down and stumble back in a fit of panic. <clears throat> title, The Potion of Love by A. Dumbledore. <laughs> Just a nice. little longer, Severus. I'm almost ready. Snape shook his head in disbelief. You sick old man, sick I tell you. <laughs> ah, Dumbledore said, finally making his slow descent from the top floor. I see you found the story. Snape was beyond livid. What is this? Dumbledore smiled. It's strange, isn't it? How this fiction is capable of consuming every waking moment of your day. It's quite easy to become, well, obsessed. Is that what this is? Your new obsession? Snape spat, pointing to the story on the desk. Now, now, Severus, calm down, Severus, Severus, said. I got a new drug. <laughs> calm down. Calm down? Do you have any idea how far my brain has wandered these past few weeks? I'm going completely insane, and it's all your fault. Dumbledore looked uneasy. You look quite beside yourself, Severus. No wonder we had that little incident on page 596 of the Half-Blood Prince. <laughs> how do you know that name? Dumbledore mumbled something and shook his head. Snape gaped at him, close to tears. You know what? It doesn't even matter. I'm done. I give up. You win. The headmaster took a step forward, his eyes sparkling with delight. Does this mean... Just shut up and give me the damn story, Snape said, looking out of the defeated. Dumbledore perked up. Oh, Severus, I think you're going to just absolutely love this one. The headmaster handed Snape the papers and sat on the edge of the desk, looking thoughtful. Hmm, now that I've got you hooked on fan fiction, perhaps I should move on to role-playing. What? Never mind, perhaps that belongs in another story. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Is it finally over? Yeah. That thing had so many possible stops. Oh. oh that was freaking good. Go that Jake, you saved that. You saved that. Oh, that was it oh, could have been your mother. <laughs> it could have been your mother. Oh, and I'd love I'd love to start on the next bit, but it is getting kind of late and I got to be at work soon. So we are going to have to wrap up. The ne uh, next week's episode is where we'll introduce our new game that I'm wanting to set up. So we're not going to do it here. It's going to have to wait till next week. And you see, do you guys see what happens when we're given topics? We have a decent episode. Holy shit. Well, okay. I, I will admit, I will fully admit, I am saying this before I edit it. So chances are after I edit it, I'll think it's butt. And I'm, you know... Because I'm me. <laughs> but yeah, this is what happens when we get suggestions from our viewers. Yep. Oh, God, dude, still, that was, oh. Yep. That was good. That was good. And here it is. It's like three days before Christmas, so everybody have a safe holiday. Yeah. Hanukkah's already over with, so can't say happy Hanukkah, but yeah. no matter what you do, as long as it's not Festivus, if you bring that happy Festivus shit to my face... I'm going to tell you to piss off. I yeah, hate, fuck that show. I hate Seinfeld. It's not a good show. It's it not really at all. isn't. Curb Your Enthusiasm? Awesome. It's, uh, Seinfeld? Yeah, it's pretty terrible. Good, yeah. And oddly enough, it's the same concept. Same concept, but better execution because, honestly, Seinfeld would have done better if it was not done in that era. It really would have. No, it's Jerry Seinfeld. That's the biggest problem. I can't stand that dude. He's not Seriously, bad. Seriously, Gilbert Godfrey's impersonation in a stand-up bit... 
of Jerry Seinfeld is funnier than Jerry Seinfeld. That's Gilbert Gottfried. Yeah, damn. Yeah, exactly. That's the problem. The only so. time Gilbert Gottfried's funny is when he's doing vagina monologues. That's it. <laughs> I need to look that up sometime. Oh, God. Like, My pussy was so wet! <laughs> 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 Uh, okay, we're gonna let you guys... <laughs> God damn. Oh, oh, man. Oh, crap, I didn't turn off the heat this time, did I? It did, I don't even Oops. really think it kicked oh, well. on any. Alrighty, if here. you guys hear a low brrr every now and again, I forgot to turn off the heat before recording. Or it's Dumbledore. <laughs> or it's Dumbledore's <laughs> mouse. I seriously, for some reason, I thought when you said he grabbed the... When he grabbed the mouse, I thought it's like the mouse, the weird <laughs> mouse with the thing... I seriously thought he was oh, talking about a bullet. Man. Oh, that's I thought so I thought funny. it was going to take a turn right then and there. Oh, that's the best. Oh, alrighty, we're going to let y'all go. <laughs> oh man, have a oh. good holiday season this yeah, week. Yeah, be safe. be safe. It's all messed up, and just remember, we here at Brothers Quarrel want you to know that nobody ever truly wins an argument. <laughs> Not with that attitude, they don't. Yeah, that's what you sound like every time we do that. <laughs> Not with that attitude, they don't. Jag.